Hi, my name is Zerbinator, and what you're about to hear is going to be a collection of audio journals that I'm recording from 1980 until 1989. Today is June 15th, 1980, and I plan to tell you what has happened in the past six months. I'll cover news and technology, music, movies, and a little bit of show and tell for you, along with the video game of the month. I'll also share some other goodies that I've acquired throughout the year. These recordings are meant to document time for posterity, education, and to keep for the future to enjoy in retrospect. We have a lot to discuss in 30 minutes or less, depending on the length of this cassette tape. So let's begin. Welcome to Zerbinator's 8289 Podcast. This is a recorded journal dedicated to the history of the 80s. All music used in the 8289 podcast was written and performed by Manolis and can be found at www.immanolis.com. Ladies and gentlemen, 8289. Please take your seats. Are you ready? We hope you enjoy the show. 8289. The show is about to begin. Are you really ready? I gotta admit, I'm very excited to have the ability to record myself in this way. When I was a kid, all we had was the reel-to-reel tapes or record players, but now in this time in history, with the dawn of the recordable cassette tape, I can make tapes to share with other people that will document great things that are happening right now. And when I finish the tape, I can break the tabs on top to make sure that they don't get recorded over. This way you can enjoy these cassettes for years and years, and as time goes by, new ways of recording these journals should arise. I'll be the first to use them, but for now, I'm just going to go ahead with these tapes. Once I'm finished recording this journal, I'll tell you where you can find these tapes. Obviously, if you've heard this, you found the tape already. And now, we will talk about current events. The 33rd governor of California and former actor Ronald Reagan is now running for president. I have a clip. Good evening. I'm here tonight to announce my intention to seek the Republican nomination for president of the United States. When Washington's men were freezing at Valley Forge, Tom Paine told his fellow Americans, we have it in our power to begin the world over again. We still have that power. We, today's living Americans, have in our lifetime fought harder, paid a higher price for freedom, and done more to advance the dignity of man than any people who ever lived on this earth. I can't believe the star of King's Row and Dark Victory will be running for president of the United States. I think he could definitely do well. I appreciate what Carter's done, but we just need a change for the good. We'll see how he does. Mount St. Helens erupted about a month ago, around 8.30 in the morning, in Scottmania County, Washington, and it caused the death of 57 people. Over a billion dollars in property damage was caused. It threw ash all over the place. About 11 states were covered in five Canadian provinces. An amazing show of how small we really are on this planet. And did you know that the U.S. and 65 other countries are going to boycott the Summer Olympics this year because they're going to be held in Moscow and the Soviet Union? And it's mostly because of the Soviet war in Afghanistan. And I have notified the Olympic Committee that with Soviet invading forces in Afghanistan, neither the American people nor I will support sending an Olympic team to Moscow. Although it is rumored that some countries are going to participate under the Olympic flag. 
Although it won't arrive here until later this year, there's an arcade game by a company called Namco called Pac-Man, which is sweeping Japan. What it is is the little yellow guy who goes along eating yellow pellets, chasing ghosts. I know how strange that sounds, but I tell you what, once it hits the States, there's going to be Pac-Man fever everywhere. And lastly, there's a cable news network that just began June 1st. The gentleman who started Superstation WTBS, Ted Turner, now started a cable news network, CNN. And it's a 24-hour news channel. I have 36 channels on a box on my television set, and they're all filled up. So I wonder which television station I'm going to lose. That's one thing I don't like about cable. Something new comes, I lose a channel. And then I end up unplugging the cable and then going back to the antenna just so I can go back to seeing the shows I want to see. For those interested, you can go down to Radio Shack and get the little switches that'll switch from cable to air TV. Highly suggest it. It's well worth it. So 24 hours of news. Oh, I can't watch all that. And now we will talk about technology. And now I'm going to tell you about my Sony Walkman. I love my Sony Walkman. It's changed the way I've listened to my music. Experience the satisfaction of fine listening with the sounds of Sony. And when you're on the go, enjoy music in motion with Sony's Walkman stereo sound system. Sony, the perfect gift for your one and only. The one that I have is the Sony Walkman TPS L2, and it cost me about 200 bucks. Uh, pretty good price. Weighs only about 14 ounces. I heard that this was invented by a chairman from Sony who requested a smaller device with a headphone jack so it could carry it on business flights and take it around. It'd be a lot easier to carry. This little wonder makes it possible for me to hear music while I'm walking, while I'm running, while I'm biking, while I'm hiking, all in privacy with stereo headphones attached. You can pick one of these buttes up down there at Radio Shack. I know they have it at Circuit City, and you can probably find it at Crazy Eddie's for a decent price. And now, we will talk about music. This has been a great year for the music scene. And since I'm starting these journals now, I thought I would play catch-up with some of the best music news that I could find this past year. So we're going to start with January. On January 16th, Paul McCartney, who was arrested for a big half pound of marijuana in Tokyo. The remaining part of McCartney's tour with Wings was canceled, so he spent some time in a cell. On January 15th, he was released from the Japanese prison and ejected from the country of Japan, and I think he's ruined his chances of ever playing there again. On February 19th, lead singer of ACDC, Bon Scott, passed away at age 33 way too young. He died from alcohol poisoning. Uh, he was the lead singer of ACDC from 1974 until 1980. It's a sad way to go. On March 19th, Elvis Presley's autopsy is subpoenaed during the trial of George Nicopolis. He was the doctor who was later found guilty of overprescribing drugs to Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, and other clients. Musicians have enough trouble with drugs. It's bad when your doctor is also prescribing things and giving you more on top of what you're probably already taking. That's just terrible. On April 1st, a gentleman by the name of Brian Johnson is made the new lead singer of ACDC. A new album will be coming out soon, so I'm looking forward to hearing what he sounds like. On April 14th, there was a member of the New Jersey State Assembly that introduced the resolution to make Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run the official state song. 
awesome. Way to go, Bruce. And finally, June 1st, the Sony Walkman goes on sale in the United States. Got it right here. And now I'm going to go down the U.S. Top 10 Singles for week ending June 14th, 1980. I'm going to sing them to you. And I'm also going to be playing the music through my Casio keyboard using my MIDI file attachment. And here we go. Number 10. Why don't we steal away? Why don't we steal away into the night? You know that is right. Steal Away by Robbie Dupree, Electra Records. Number 9. Here in my car, I feel safest of all. I can lock all my doors. It's the only way to live in cars. In Cars by Gary Newman, Atco Records. Number 8. Oh, little Jenny. I got so much love, little Jenny. Little Jenny, Elton John, MCA Records. Number seven. Next wave, new wave, dance craze, anyways, still rock and roll me. Still rock and roll to me, Billy Joel, Columbia Records. Number six. Call me, Blondie, Chrysalis Records. Number five. We were young and strong and we were running against the wind. Against the wind, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, Capitol Records. Number four. Some say love, it is a river that drowns. I know you want more, but that was the Rose, Bette Midler, Atlantic Records. Number three. Sunrise, there's a new sun arising in your eyes. I can see the new horizon. Realize that I keep me realizing you're the biggest part of me. The biggest part of me, Ambrosia, Warner Brothers Records. Number two. Coming up, coming up, coming up, Paul McCartney and Wings, Columbia Records. Number one. Won't you take me to Funky Town? Funky Town, Lips Inc., Casablanca Records. Now I'm going to go down the top six, since we're in June, albums since the beginning of this year. Number six. For January... Christopher Cross, Christopher Cross. Songs like Sailing, Ride Like the Wind. Great album, highly suggested. Number five. Album I bought in February, The Age of Plastic, The Buggles. For Video Killed the Radio Star. Number four. For March, it was Glass Houses by Billy Joel. With songs like Still Rock and Roll to Me and You May Be Right. A couple other good ones on there. Number three. For April, Iron Maiden's debut album, Iron Maiden. Scary cover, awesome album. Songs like Running Free are on there, Sanctuary, a couple others. Number two. For May, Peter Gabriel's self-titled album, Peter Gabriel. It's actually his third album. But on that album, 
Games Without Frontiers, uh, No Self Control, great album. And for June, The Game by Queen, great album. Has songs like Another One Bites the Dust and Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Check it out, great album. And now we will talk about movies. Well, since this was such a great year for movies, I'm going to go ahead and catch you up on some of the best movies that I've seen so far this year. I'm going to start with, in February, I saw a movie called The Fog, which was directed by John Carpenter. He also composed the music for the film as well. Um, it stars Adrian Bardot, it has Jamie Lee Curtis, Janet Lee, Tom Atkins, Hal Holbrook, and it's a story about a glowing fog that sweeps over a small coastal town in California. But what lies within that fog is what's going to get you. I'm not going to tell you. This is the second time I've seen Jamie Lee Curtis work with John Carpenter. As you know, they were together in Halloween in 1978. One of my favorites. But I highly suggest go seeing it if you get a chance. Another movie that I saw in March would be Tom Horn, which was an action flick starring Steve McQueen. It was great. He's playing a legendary lawman, an outlaw, and a gunfighter. And he goes around correcting the wrongdoings. Steve McQueen, gotta go see it. In May, I saw two horror films. Uh, the first one being Friday the 13th, a movie directed by Sean S. Cunningham. It's a great movie, but it was really, really gory. Reminded me a lot of Halloween by John Carpenter. In this movie, starred Harry Crosby, Adrian King. Kevin Bacon was in it. I really think Kevin Bacon has one heck of a career ahead of him because he was pretty good. Um, I'm hoping that they don't make more of these movies because it was just a little too much for me. And I saw another horror film that really floored me. Uh, the best movie I have ever seen Jack Nicholson in. Uh, Shelley Duvall is in it. Um, Daniel Lloyd. Scatman Carruthers. A film based on Stephen King's novel of the same name, The Shining. It was directed by Stanley Kubrick, therefore you get a lot of great imagery in this movie. I have to go back and see it again because there's so much going on. You really have to watch this movie to understand what I mean. Please go see it. Please read the book. Great story. And lastly for June, which I just saw last week finally, was the Blues Brothers movie, which was a movie based off of the SNL characters Jake and Elwood Blues by Jan Aykroyd and John Belushi. A uh, great movie, hysterical, tons of musicians in the movie. You got Ray Charles, James Brown, Aretha Franklin, a whole bunch of music in there. Great job. The basic plot of the movie, get the band back together. Wonderful movie, I highly suggest go seeing it. It's hilarious. And wait till you see what they do to a shopping mall. And now we will have a little show and tell. Do you know what this is? You don't? Listen again. It's a Rubik's Cube. It's a small cube that was designed by Erno Rubik, a Hungarian professor. And what he did was he created something to help his students study three-dimensional geometry. And it's a, it's a cube with six sides, and it has six colors. But on each of those sides is nine squares. 
each with its own color and they all can turn independently. And you can twist it each side and basically try to get it back to its original color formation after you've messed up the puzzle in the beginning. Um, it began basically, in, it sold great in 1977 in Hungary and then it became really big here in America in the beginning of this year. So I'm going to teach you guys how to finish this cube without having to go through all the trouble. Just be careful when you do this because I've ruined one already. What you do is you take the corner of it like this and you turn it just a hair. Just a slight turn and then pop it. And there it is. You can start taking off the pieces after that. And put it all back together with the colors that match. That's only if you can't finish it on your own. I highly suggest trying to finish this on your own, but if you can't, there's my little secret. Or you can take all the stickers off, but you have to be darn good about putting the stickers back the right way, and everybody will know that you cheated. And now it's time for a video game of the month. Well, I thought it would be good to call my buddy Doug. He lives down the street from me. Doug is an Atari brain. He knows everything about Atari, everything about the games that have come out. And I thought, who better to tell you about the newest game for Atari called Space Invaders than my buddy Doug. So let's give him a call. Hey, Doug. Hey, what's up, bud? I didn't expect a call from you today. Yeah, I just, I, I thought it would be great to talk about the game of the month, the Atari game of the month, which happened to be Space Invaders, and I couldn't think of anybody else to have a conversation with. And uh, I'm playing the game right now. And oh, I'm, yeah. I'm loving it. I just got it, and it's, it's kicking my butt. But I figured who would know more about the game and how it's, it came about then my buddy Doug oh yeah it's, it's a great game uh, one of my favorites uh, on the uh, BCS right now so I'm really enjoying it but hey have you looked at the at the box cover or uh, have you looked at the game manual that little spaceship on there yeah I have actually doesn't it look like the cover of a Boston album it does <laughs> it really does I never noticed that before Oh, yeah, it looks exactly like it. And I, and I love Boston, uh, as you know, can't get enough of more than a feeling. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But the game itself, yeah, I, I don't know. Do you like the BCS version better than you like the arcade version? The arcade version, of course, has it, it, it has a better graphics, of course. But uh, this one is pretty good. It's, it still is difficult. And uh, it seems to come down a lot faster than it does in the arcade version. Well, you got less guys uh, than you, you less aliens to shoot. I mean, uh, in this one than you do in the uh, in the arcade version. And you're right; it doesn't look as nice. You don't have the moon in the background uh, like you do, and and the colors aren't so great. But but one good thing about it is you have a controller. I mean, the arcade you never even had a joystick. You just had the buttons right. going left and right. I had a hard time getting used to that. So I really like being able to use the BCS controller. And uh, you, uh, 
you got the three barriers that you can shoot through if you uh, rock that technique yet? Yeah, I've tried. In fact, right now, I'm... Oh, uh, no, nah, I didn't do so good. Oh. I'm having a hard Sorry time. To hear it. I keep... well, what I like to do is I like to get on one side and shoot through the barrier and take them all out on one side, and it takes them a little longer to get across the screen. That's my strategy. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it now, and it seems to work a lot easier that way. I've only managed to clear the board once, though. Uh, like, I could only clear the board one time. Have you ever been able to do it twice, like clear two waves? No, not yet. I'm, I'm, the furthest I've gotten so far is, is the, I'm on the second wave now. And that's as far as I've been able to get. Have you messed with any of the uh, game variations? You know, you can have the shields move. You can have uh, the invaders be invisible. You can have a, a huge laser cannon. Have you tried any of that? Not yet, but I'm going to try. I saw the options in the beginning, and I'm just, I got too giddy. I just had to start playing. Well, lots of people are loving it. I'm glad that you got it and that, uh, that you're enjoying it. I'm glad that you got the real game, though, too. Did you hear there's this kid? Uh, in Oklahoma, calls himself Flack, you know, just a little kid, and uh, he took the day off at school, his dad let him take the day off at school, he goes to the store, they buy Space Invaders, the first day it comes out, and it's a Space Invaders box, it's a Space Invaders cartridge, he puts it in his DCS, turns it on, and it's the bowling game. Oh. Somebody put bowling inside the Space Invaders cartridge, you know they probably did that on purpose. Yeah, they did. And oh, then the poor kid, kid got stuck with it. You got the real one, though, and uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it, bud. I am, but the funny thing is, mine came in a bowling box. <laughs> Isn't that strange? It is. It's really strange. Huh. What do you think of the invaders? Do you like the way they look? I do. I like them a lot. Um, they, they, again, there's, there's uh, not as many as there are in the video game, in the uh, arcade, but uh, I do like these. Yeah, I, they got just enough detail, you know, you can kind of get an idea of what they look like. I mean, they're not just squares, they're, they've got kind of antenna, or they've got uh, kind of tentacles or yeah. mandibles to them. That's the way I think about it when I'm playing them. I'm quite frightened of them, actually. I am too. Well, the graphics are amazing. I, mean, I think so. I, I think that the the alienicity, if you will, is a, a dead-on... A dead on of what could be out there. You you don't know. You just don't know. Well, Doug, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you helping me explain this game because I knew that you knew much more about it than I did. I'm going to try those settings you were talking about earlier. I suggest we start building our laser cannon right now. I think and so. Get ready for the invasion. I think we should. I think we should. I'll be over in a little bit. I'll bring some cardboard. All right. I look forward to it. Bud. <laughs> All right. I'll be down in a bit. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. -bye. It's time for Zerpinger's future predictions. Here at the end of the journal, I thought it would be nice to bring in my wife, Shelly. Hello. My beautiful wife, Shelly. Oh, go on. Well, a lot of people have seen your picture that, I, that I've taken to work and passed around, and they talk about how beautiful you are. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> so, I thought I would bring you in and talk about uh, future predictions that we both have. Okay. Just judging off of what we know of the present time. All right. I would like to talk about the fact that we have an actor who's running for president. That's right, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. What do you think in the future? Do you think that we'll get more actors to run for, you know, state or local president? President? I don't know. For more president? I don't know. Probably once 
Ronnie puts his hat in the ring. There's probably going to be other ones that follow. Can you name one you think might become, let's say, a governor of California? Who would be a good one? Oh, what, who's that guy that plays, like, uh, you know, those action movies, the talks funny? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, you're talking about the guy, the bad guy from the movie The Villain? Oh, yeah, 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 him. Could you see him? <laughs> I am the governor. <laughs> you probably couldn't even pronounce California. <laughs> probably not. California. <laughs> California. Well, people would be scared of him, that's for sure. I would think that Kevin Bacon would... He was really good in... Remember we saw it Friday the 13th? Yeah. I think he was good. I would think that in the future, his name would be connected with every actor by some, some weird method. Could be. He's pretty yeah. cute. He might be able to make it far. I yeah. bet in 20 years he'll still be around and everybody will know him. Yep. I doubt that Mick Jagger or Keith Richards will make it past 1985. Oh, the way the, they live their lives and the way they really look. Gosh, all of the women I and know. all of the boozing. And, and drugs and ooh, they're so skinny. And, and you know they're probably not eating right either. <laughs> I'm sure they're not. I'm looking forward to the, the day that we have ribbon-free typewriters. Yeah, you think that'll happen? I, I don't think it'll happen anytime soon, but maybe somewhere down the line. Yeah. Well, how do you, what do you think? How, how would that? Because it's really expensive. I just spent another... You know, I know. I know. But what, how are we going to type without ribbons? They're going to have to switch to something like a, a dispensary ink, huh. something like that. That could be interesting. Yeah. And you know how people have those huge cellular phones, you know, that are so popular. So, so expensive, though. Yeah, they are. Well, I don't know. I don't quite see the reason for it. But I, I think there's going to be a day when everybody will have them. You can watch TV on them and, mm. you know, who knows what. They'd have to put a big screen on them. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it won't come that way because I don't like to talk on the phone that much. But it might. Oh, no. Can you imagine everybody talking Ugh. on one of those telephones? Could, yeah. Nobody go, would talk to each go other Go into anymore. the movies, and then everybody would be on their on a big phone. That <laughs> you know what would be worse? Is if they actually, it got so bad, they had to make warnings in oh. the beginning. <laughs> Turn off your cellular module, oh. whatever it is, before the film started. The world would just be going down the drain. It would. It would go down the drain fast. Oh. Yeah, oh, let's, let's hope it never gets be really fun. gnarly. All right, well, thank you for joining me for this section. Sure. It was fun. And I love you. I love you, too. Love me. Never having to say you're sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I thank those of you who have listened to this tape. Remember, you can find these recordings down at the Drug Fair, Dart, People's Drug on Main Street, or at your local library. I hope this sheds a little light on life here in the 80s. And I'll continue to make these journals month to month as time grows on, with all the news and entertainment that I can find. I look forward to talking to you again, and I'll see you next month. All Observinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.servinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Servinator Land, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB 